This is a podcast from the Business Times. Welcome to Property BT, a podcast series by the Business Times. I'm senior correspondent Leslie Yee, and I'll be your host as we gather insights on all things Singapore property to help you in your property investment journey. Today, I'm off prospecting for riches. Can real estate gold be found by buying homes near popular schools? Guiding me in this exciting quest is Dr. Lee Nigia. Dr. Lee is a seasoned real estate professional with years of experience in academia and the private sector. He is currently head of real estate intelligence, data and software solutions, property guru. Singapore's education system is tough, not just for kids, but for parents too. A major stress point for many parents is getting a six-year-old registered for primary school. Primary schools here have enough places to cater to the school-going population. Indeed, if the birth rate remains stubbornly low, more schools may close or merge. But there is a problem. Every school aims to be a good school, but some schools are much more sought after than others. At some schools, demand for places clearly outstrips supply. I suppose there are many singers, but only the Taylor Swiss and Jackie Chongs of the world will see fans clamouring to pay to see their performances. With popular schools, the number of applicants easily exceeds the number of places. A key criteria that is used to allocate school places is to look at how far a family lives from a school. Singapore citizens living within 1km of a school enjoy priority over those living within 2km of a school who in turn get priority over those living outside 2km of a school. In short, live too far away from a school and your chances of getting a spot may be virtually zero. Live nearby and your son or daughter may land a coveted spot in the school. Perhaps helped by the proximity to the popular CHIJ St. Nicholas Girls School, new condo projects in the Lentor area in Yuchukang have seen good sales. Nigia, what if any is the pricing premium of homes, whether HDB or private, that are located near popular schools? Does the premium only apply to being near popular primary schools? If you think from the home buyer perspective, it's thinking about what is the future value the kids will have by going to the schools. The definition of popular schools become very fuzzy over the years because the government have removed that kind of criteria over the years. And so people's impression of good schools become entrenched based on historic evidence. For instance, CHIJs and Nicholas, Cedar Primary School, ACS, those are very well sought of the schools. Parents want to locate there to give their children a head start. That additional opportunity is what drives the premium. So based on the study I remember from NUS, they found that when the good school move away, it will have about 2 to 6% premium, depending on the quality of the school. When we think about good schools, especially in the context of overseas market like US, China, they also have that premium in their areas where good schools are located. It's because that district taking the tax revenue, they invest more in the schools, the schools have more money to recruit better teachers. But Singapore is very unique because when they recruit the teachers, the teachers are likely to be randomised. And so what we are seeing could be something more of a value created over time through perception and the stories that people will get a head start. I think it is understandable though why every parent wants the best for their child. With smaller families, many people may in fact helicopter parent more 
go the extra mile to get enrichment classes for the kid, map out the kid's entire school journey, and plan for the kid's life as much as possible. Moreover, having a child in a popular school may help confer bragging rights, similar to, say, driving a fancy car, carrying a brand-name handbag, or going for an exotic overseas trip. Some primary schools may be popular because they're affiliated to highly selective secondary schools. In such cases, students of SIT primary schools can get a precious affiliation discount for entry to the secondary schools. Besides buying a home near a popular primary school, one can consider renting near such a school. Would locals incur unnecessary rental expenses just to enhance chances of securing a spot in a school for their offspring? Rental rates have risen sharply in recent times. Renting of HDB and private homes can be costly. Maybe mitigate high rents by squeezing the whole family in a small rental unit just to have an address near a popular primary school. Niger, what is rental demand like for homes near popular schools? Probably around 5 to 10% higher. When people want to give their best for their children, they will try to locate good schools. They will look at their relatives, parents, whether is it near to the schools. If not, then they will go and rent a place. After COVID, what we have observed is that there's a stronger demand coming from Singaporeans because there are not so many foreigners coming into Singapore because of restrictions. Even though subsequently we see more Hong Kongers and more expats from Hong Kong coming to Singapore, that number is still small compared to the local rentals. So definitely it becomes a very high cost. But to the parents, their metrics will be very different. If I were to offer the best for my kid, where should I bring them to? And a lot of them, including those that are newly minted citizens, also look at this issue the same way. So I think it becomes a very competitive landscape. One may pay more for such a home, but perhaps such a home can be rented out more easily and also fetch a higher rental rate. And the home can subsequently be sold for a premium. But living near a popular school can have downsides. Think of all the traffic congestion caused by parents and grandparents who are sending and picking up their loved ones using private cars. My wife and I were gullible victims of traffic congestion when visiting the shops at Greenwood Avenue near where Raffles Girls Primary School is located. Many home bars may be singles or couples without children. Singles and married couples without children are a growing demographic here. Maybe such home bars will want to avoid the traffic congestion and noise from staying near schools. Nigel, what do you think? Would home bars who do not have young children want to stay near schools? when we were doing some surveys of singles and those couples that do not want to have kids, their decision metrics is very, very different. Schools are never part of that equation. They look at places that are quaint, that have a hip neighbourhood, that have nice cafes. The thing about declining population is also one of the things that we observe. Recently, we went to a site visit to some of the government land sales sites. A number of them were former school sites and they will be repurposed. Over the years, I think we are going to see more such schools being merged due to the declining population. For singles, staying in an area near a popular school may not be ideal because it doesn't meet their life needs. For them, accessibility, connectivity plays a much bigger role. 
proximity to MRT station, proximity to park connectors. These are the things they are looking for. This is where the urban planning becomes more and more challenging because we are trying to create an inclusive social compact. But at the same time, the demographics are getting vastly different. I think home buyers without young kids will need to weigh carefully the possible inconvenience of living near schools with the rental and pricing upside of living near such schools. Of course, the clamour to live near popular schools and the pricing premium to live in areas where popular schools are located is not unique to Singapore. Such a phenomenon can be seen in countries like the United States and the United Kingdom. Sometimes I wonder, what is the causation effect? Neighbourhoods such as Bukitima and Bishan are home to a clutch of high-performing schools that are rich in history. These places offer good living environments. Maybe having families with children enhances the livability of a neighbourhood. Still to come, is it risky to pay more to live near a popular school as the school could relocate? In the next podcast episode of Editor's Talk, inspired by the Business Times column, Off the Record, we turn our attention to membership editors from the newsrooms of SPH Media. Hi, I'm Howie Lim, correspondent at the Business Times. In the next episode of Editor's Talk, I'll be sitting down with the Business Times' membership's editor. We find out what exactly he does and if he's just there for subscribers and how he works with the newsroom. Membership's editor at the Business Times, Dylan Tan, joins us next. Out August 14th, check in for the latest in Editor's Talk from the Business Times podcast's team. And now, back to Property BT from the Business Times. We have talked about the weight that home bars attach to buying homes near popular schools. We have also looked at rental demand for homes near popular primary schools. I suppose if the vast majority of children attended schools that are within walking distance of their homes, there can be a positive impact on the environment. Moreover, there would be little need then to rely on school buses. The reliability and feasibility of school bus services has recently been in the news. Hmm. But areas such as Bukitima may largely only have private housing. Is it fair that the catchment of some schools may mainly be from private housing residents? Niger, perhaps you can try being a policymaker. Do you think giving priority based on proximity is a fair way of allocating places in primary schools? Going forward, is there likely to be a continued emphasis on proximity when it comes to allocating school places? When we think about the original intentions of the 1KM, 2KM radius, it's really to give the children more free time because they are near their schools, they will not be so tired from travelling. But over time, what it does is it creates a class divide, like Upper Bukit Timah Road area. If all the good schools are there, it will have a kind of self-selection where the high-income professionals will all want to be there, pushing up the price. So I think when the government starts to rethink about all this, like relocating some of the better schools to the suburban districts, could be a good move. Fortunately, the demographic trends do support because in the upper Bukitima Road area, we also see the aging population. In fact, the area has one of the largest proportion of residents that are belonging to the 55 to 60 plus years old. But thinking maybe 5 to 10 years ahead, now with generative AI, remote learning, things may change. 
I am wondering whether we will still be so fixated about good schools or certain locations. I think proximity to schools is certainly an objective way of allocating places. Looking ahead, if fewer places are reserved for parents with ties to a school in order to give others a fair chance, more and more places could well be allocated based on proximity to a school. Still, I think as you alluded to, many other considerations come into home buying decisions. Pricing, unit size, facing, unit configuration, on-block potential, and so on. And also in terms of amenities, being close to an MRT station or even better, an MRT interchange helps. Also, some people may want to live near a big park or the sea or a popular shopping mall or place of worship. Maybe over time, the premium place on living near various amenities will change. Nigel, as the population ages, will proximity to schools grow more or less important to home bars? What about factors such as being close to healthcare facilities or shops? Interestingly, besides hospitals, most of these healthcare facilities present themselves as a negative externality to the area. So we see a lot of times, for instance, at dialysis centre, people want them to be away because they say that it devalues their properties. Over time, I do believe that aged care becomes more and more important. More aged care facilities will be around and it has to be within the flat itself The government has been actively doing this in the Queenstown area, trying to create health districts. So it will be very interesting how they can incorporate that while trying to encourage more youngsters to be in the area to retain that vibrancy. When we think about shops, during the COVID times, we realise suddenly we may not need shops. We can use Grab to buy our food. But there's something more that these retail shops or malls provide, which is that social interaction. If I look at the totality of this, when we have elderly singles in the next 20, 30 years, definitely the whole concept of shops will become more important. But it may evolve in terms of the form that people can gather together and engage. From an ageing population perspective and speaking from personal experience and that of friends with elderly parents, it can be a real blessing to stay near healthcare facilities. Making regular visits to see the doctor or to do tests as well as for emergencies is just so much more convenient. As the population ages, unless there's widespread use of virtual consultations, the premium for living near a healthcare facility could rise. Maybe homes in Outram near Singapore General Hospital or in the Novena area near Tan Tok Sing Medical Hub could draw demand from those looking to stay near healthcare amenities. Earlier this year, plenty of buzz was created when news broke that popular boys-only primary school, ACS Primary, will move from the Prime Newton area to the new HDB town of Tunga in the West in 2030. The new ACS Primary will cater to both boys and girls. How exciting for young families in the Tunga area. Yes, you can buy a home near a school and that school may move. Maybe your home's value will take a hit when such unfortunate news breaks. Nigel, what is the risk to a home bar of buying a home near a popular school and the school relocating? How important to home bars is the relocation of ACS Primary to Tunga? And will more popular schools be housed in non-mature HDB estates? The relocation of ACS and also possibly other schools to other locations definitely impact on the housing value. The question is whether that is something that is permanent. 
So in the case of ACS, I think it's permanent. It gives the West a good school to start with. But at the same time, for those staying in Newton, they will feel aggrieved because they spend so much and they have to figure out transport if their kids are still in the school. Those are considerations that the government has to make. And from a policy point of view, sometimes they have to make difficult decisions. Now, will there be more schools relocating? I think it depends also on the demographics. If you look at Upper Bukit Timah Road, because of the value, and there's a lot of old money in the area, and very hard to get younger families into the area because the starting cost is so high. The population will just shrink at the exponential rate over time. In today's context, we need to think beyond whether it's all boys or all girls. I think it should be as inclusive as possible. I think buildings such as schools can move, and over time, a neighbourhood's characteristics can change. Such changes can impact home prices. The government is improving the attractiveness of living in non-mature HDB estates and making places in popular schools accessible to more people. As you say, ACS Primary may hardly be the last well-known school to move from a prime area to a further out location. Land in Newton freed up by ACS Primary's move could be valuable as sites for future housing. Optimising land use will always be a priority of the government here. Schools can make way for housing and other developments, as can golf courses and the Singapore Turf Club. Ultimately, it can pay off to pay more for a home near a popular school. How much of a premium to pay is not easy to determine. After all, different buyers place different premiums to various positive attributes of a home. Buy what you like that is within your means. Hope Singapore continues to be a great place to live, work and play, and you probably are making a right home-buying decision. Many thanks to my guest, Dr. Lee Nijia, the guru from Property Guru. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this edition of Property BT. Do join us for the next episode, where we look at whether the upgrading dream is within reach of young persons here. Can and should a young couple trade their HDB home for a private condo? Is it sensible to stretch to buy into the condo lifestyle? I'm Leslie Yee. Thank you for listening and happy property hunting. This is a podcast by The Business Times. Find more BT podcasts at businesstimes.com.sg slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is meant to provide general information only. SPH Media accepts no liability for loss arising from any reliance on the podcast or use of third parties' products and services. Please consult professional advisors for independent advice.